All right, guys, about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and inside the Rebels. Happy to be with you guys this morning here on a Thursday, August, excuse me, September the 1st. Where did August go? September the 1st. We are officially two days away from the start of the Ole Miss 2022 season. It's about time. Well, college football in general. My uh, my middle kid yesterday, Caleb, I just, I don't know, some reason he's got, he's got the fever now. He's ready for a Saturday. We're going to drive up and, and see the Rebels play Troy. And he's asking me all these team questions, but also he's just asking, hey, what's your favorite thing to watch on TV? And, you know, if you sit down and think about it, there's just nothing in sports like Saturday college football. You know, there's other things that I do enjoy. You know, I, I like, I even like, I'll watch uh, golf. I'll watch the masters or these majors. You know, I like that. Or uh, the NFL's fine. I mean, I, I'll watch it. I do the fantasy football thing with some friends, but I can't say that's my favorite. Um, I probably high school football is my favorite thing probably in general. But it's, just, it's different than college. You know, you don't have just the enormity of it with the college football. And you don't have Saturdays in front of the television watching it all day. There's nothing that compares to college football Saturdays. The high school part of it, that's the feel-good part. And, and I enjoy that. And I, the community of it, love that part. You know, basketball, baseball, I'm a huge baseball guy. You know, baseball is like watching paint dry, especially on TV. And now I can appreciate it, but that's not everybody's cup of tea. But college football Saturdays, that's about as good as it gets. And we get it starting uh, this Saturday in two days. You know, there was some news that came out yesterday about the potential for a playoff coming up. I think better days are ahead for college football. I know there's lots of angst out there and wringing of hands and all of those kinds of things. But I think the best days are still ahead of it. I think they'll figure this stuff out with the NIL, with the transfer procedures and all of those things. Uh, in the long run, I think they hammer that out. And that the sport will be better in three, four, five years than it is right now. But it's still great. I mean, Saturday, you guys are going to love Saturday. And once you get into the meat of the season, you're going to love that. You know, don't pay too much attention to you know, sometimes the summer just fill the air with talk stuff. You know, we got to find a topic, and I'm talking about fans in general, and we have dissected the NIL stuff, and sometimes we end up dissecting the negative things, you know, ad nauseum. And then once the game starts, everybody remembers like, oh, yeah, this is, this is why this stuff's so great. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. Saturday will be, um, will, be, will be a lot of fun. Can't wait for it. All right, a couple of things here for you today. I did want to spend some time on these 2024 kids because last night at midnight you had, um, and you probably woke up to see a lot of this. Those of you who are on social media and if you're following any of these players, you noticed all of these graphics that were going out because, um, you know, contact started again last night at midnight. And so you've got all these 2024 guys, especially, who are tweeting the, the hashtag come to the sip stuff, the graphics that Ole Miss has sent out. And, uh, and we're kind of getting a start on that. Now it's not that we're done with 23 because there's still work to be done there. 
three guys already from in-state that are in the boat. And I've told you guys for, for several months now, you know, Ole Miss will recruit Dante Dowdell until the absolute finish line. And I think they will end up recruiting Isaac Smith. I think they probably, if they, if they aren't already, and I haven't checked Isaac, you know, I, I know they're really close on that. So we'll see. But Dante Dowdell, they will, um, they'll get after him. And uh, I'll try to check up with Dante and, and some of his people this weekend to see where he is with, with Oregon and, and his commitment there. I, and, you know, I try not to hound these guys too much about that stuff because there's so much, there's so much out there for these kids that are dealing with, you know, so many different people and uh, getting a quote and those type things. And it just, it, it can, it wears you down, but I'll try and get a feel on that um, from some of the people there. So we're still watching the 2023s, but I wanted to give you guys a general rundown of some of these 2024 guys and also what you need to be watching for high school football, you know, around Mississippi. If you're looking for some of these players to get out and, and go see them, um, I can kind of tell you where you need to be going, you know, where the, where the big games are. And not just the big games, but where the some of the big recruits are, and and where you can um, you can check those guys out. All right, a couple of things here. The number one kid, it's going to be Kamarian Franklin. Uh, Kamarian is 6'6", 255, defensive end, defensive lineman out of Lake Cormorant. If you have not seen his huddle video, you should check it out. Like he's a no doubter, right? I have not laid eyes on him personally, but he is one I have circled because I need photos of him more than anything. And I'm going to find a late Cormorant game to get out and, and check out Kamarian at some point this year. But, of course, he's one that's on your list. You're no doubt watching him. Um, the other big one, we had two or three big ones heading into the season. Of course, Jimothy Lewis left. He's now at IMG. But, of course, for the Ole Miss purposes there, you're still checking that kid out. You know, one, I haven't looked at it, it lately, but if he's not the highest ranked offensive tackle in that class, he's right there because he was that. So you'll be checking out him here in the, you know, the coming months and seeing what he does this high school season at IMG. I mentioned Daniel Hill already to you guys earlier this week, had a chance to lay eyes on him. And uh, I had some back and forth with some of you on the message board. Yes, Meridian is a place that's not always easy to pull kids out of their especially if somebody like Alabama is um, hard on top of somebody and and wants some bad, you know, that type player. Daniel Hill could certainly end up being that. But Ole Miss has also had some success in Meridian pulling some players out of there. So it's not just it's not just a done deal that somebody's going somewhere else. But, yeah, with him especially, you know, I do remember either talking to him or some social media stuff that Alabama offering him was a really big deal. So yeah, it could be, it could be difficult there, but he is one of the big ones just on pure athleticism alone. Braylon Burnside, the wide receiver from Starkville who uh, from talking to a, a few high school coaches who have seen him. And I saw him play last year. Uh, but as a, as a 10th grader, you know, you can, you're picking things up on them, but you also, you have to know if you're trying to evaluate these kids, they're really young and you're, you're seeing how they're going to project on down the road. Some high school people that I talk to that, that are, that know him more than I do in terms of what kind of player he is. Safety is going to come up a lot. I mean, he has that kind of body, has that kind of build 
has that kind of temperament. Like the kid could be an outstanding safety for somebody one day. He's a really good wide receiver. Um, has good size. You know, he's not the tallest guy in the world, but he's 6'1". I'm guessing this year he will play somewhere between 185, probably 190 area. I'll see if I can catch up with him, you know, this weekend to see exactly where he is right now. I would bet he's right around that 190 place. And that that's a guy that, yeah, they would love to get him out of start. Well, you know, think A.J. Brown when they, they were able to, to win that recruiting battle. They'd love to do the same with Braylon Burnside. And his quarterback over there, also a 2024 guy. And Trey Petty had a chance to see him last year. He's a very good athlete. He is absolutely dual threat. Like, mark that down for him because he's a, a great athlete. He can run it. Probably throws it better than he's getting credit for, especially as a young kid. And I know he's he's right there. He's somebody you need to be keeping an eye on. Um, he's probably not one of the highest ranked players in the state, but he's definitely on the radar. You need to be watching him. And I'll see those guys here in the next two, three weeks. I know they come to Jackson in back-to-back weeks. So that'll be easy to get out and see both of those guys. Um, a couple others that I personally am really high on. I've seen Chris Davis play in person. That's the junior running back from Picayune. Chris is six foot 175. He's a great compliment to Dante Dowdell. You know, Dante is this huge 6'2", 220-pounder that is already starting to resemble an NFL running back. And uh, and he has speed. He can run. But Chris Davis is one of the fastest high school running backs I personally have seen. You know, I've told this story before. Watching the state championship last year, uh, the 5A state championship, which Picayune won, because they have two of these guys in the backfield, he took a, a pitch, and he goes around the end, and uh, he's he's fast enough to where you kind of look around at other people that are there. You know, there were a few coaches and some scouts that I knew. And uh, like it sticks out speed. Like, hey, uh, you look around. I remember looking at a couple of friends in my life. Hey, that was a, that's really fast, isn't it? You know, like that's abnormally fast. That kid can run. I don't know what he'll run a 40 in, you know, if you did the handheld thing. But I just know on the field, in pads with the ball in his hand, He's faster than everybody else. And he'll be a, a big recruit next year. And plus, there's this aspect of it. With the way college football, and not just college football, football, period. Once you get to college and the NFL, with the way it's going and players needing to be versatile, needing to be fast, needing to be a, a number of different things, he fits that mold. You know, he's not the old school bruising running back. He's this, like I said, six foot, hundred and eighty something pound guy, or I, he's probably pushing one eighty. Uh, he's this guy that can do some things, and every time he touches it, like he can take it to the house. Those guys are at a premium in today's football. So I would be watching for Chris. A couple others I did want to mention. If I had to give a top five, six, seven guys, those would be it. Ole Miss is all over Jeremy Scott, kid out of Callaway, long. Wide receiver, real long. He's probably a legit 6'4". If he's not, he's right there. You know, you're talking about a huge target. Needs to fill his body out. Um, but he's working with the white, right people. He's getting faster, stronger, 
quicker, you know, all of those things. Um, that's a kid that I'd be watching. I think he has a chance. He just has to develop a few things, but he has the frame, has the body. And then uh, there's also a kid in this class. I don't know if he's going to be an SEC guy, but I want to mention him because he could be. He could be. Uh, Brandon has a running back. His name's Nate Blunt. And I've said this so many times. I hope I'm getting this right. It's my understanding that that his uncle was LeGarrette Blunt. Of course, you remember him, played at Oregon, went to the NFL, big physical running back. Um, and I, I, at some point, I need to double check. I think I have. I just can't remember. You know, age, that's a, that's a thing. That's happening. You forget things. But this dude's just a junior. You know, he's going to be listed about 220. He feels about like that. He could be bigger for all I know. 5'10", in that range, 220, maybe plus 220. But I had a chance to see him play um, a lot last year, of course, but, you know, the opening game this weekend. And they beat Oxford pretty good. He ran for right at 200 yards. I know he had about a 40, 50-yard run called back in which he just, he literally, you know, ran through three or four tackles before he ran over a tackler. And I mean square up run over you foot in the chest kind of a run. I don't know if he'll have the speed for the SEC because I don't know what he runs a 40 in. I know he looks good on the field, has good feet, those kinds of things, but that doesn't always translate and mean the kid's real fast. But he moves well. In and out of holes, sees you know running lanes, has good vision, all of those kind of things. And then when you try to tackle him, you can't. Just runs through everybody. I'm curious what's going to happen with him. His name is Nate Blunt. Mentioned him before, but I don't think he's going to be high up a lot, at least from what I'm hearing from some recruiting people, I don't anticipate he's going to be high in terms of rankings and those kinds of things. But if Nate goes to a camp and if he runs a good 40, he's somebody to pay attention to. He's a different back. You know, he is the throwback guy. You know, old school football, pounded, three yards cloud of dust, first down, but I, I've seen him break off a ton of big runs. So I say three yards in a cloud of dust, but when I see him play on Friday nights, he breaks off a ton of long ones. And if he can put together a decent 40, you know, there'll be some opportunities for him. And I'll catch up with him at some point just to see exactly where he is. But I don't know the offers yet. Don't know where he is in terms of the recruiting. I just know for me, um, he's somebody I'm paying attention to because uh, when I saw him, you know, I liked him. I see if there's anybody seems like there was somebody else on the tip of my tongue and I have forgotten this kid. Dang it. There was somebody else. Um, Houston has a running back named Jalen Washington. He's run for a ton of yards, but there was somebody else, but I'll probably remember it tomorrow. Probably. That's okay though. All right. That's kind of a rundown on 2024 kids here in Mississippi. The ones that you need to know about. There's one more. I'm going to forget it. It's okay. I'll catch up with it tomorrow. Hey, you guys enjoy your day. It's burn-ins day. That means go out and get some barbecue. Love barbecue burn-ins. Love it. And have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 Podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Y'all have a great day. We'll talk to you later.